Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio, a show featuring people and companies who are making a positive contribution to the world. This show will help you learn how to apply success principles in every area of your life so that you can make the most out of your skills and talents and accomplish more of your goals. To find out more about the show, please visit www.journeytosuccessradio.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio. My name is Tom Tutal Cunningham. I'm a Napoleon Hill Foundation certified instructor and resiliency expert. And my purpose is to help people think, speak, and act positively through the many and varied challenges that life throws at us. You can find out more about me and this interview at my website, which is Tom, the number two, and tall, T-A-L-L, dot com. I have a pretty exciting guest on the line today that I've actually been following for about a year and just reached out to recently. Uh, Yanni Asheroff attended one of the top schools in Canada, and I am a Canadian, and he's uh, currently the president and CEO for MWR Life, based out of Aventura, Florida. By his early 20s, Yanni was earning a six-figure income but left his job to pursue other passions such as music and real estate. In 2007, he was introduced to the direct selling industry as a mass market distribution platform, and shortly thereafter, he started MWR Life so that the average person can achieve success in a very short period of time. He only states that if the vast majority of our resellers are successful, that means that the company will thrive in the long run. We set out to fundamentally disrupt the growing services sector and in the process help everyday people realize their life's true potential. MWR Life is a network marketing company that provides unique and valued services to the masses that everyone needs, uses, and desires, including myself. Uh, Welcome to the show today. Good morning. Good afternoon, Tom. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Good to have you on the show. As I said, uh, when I reached out to you, I had been following you for a year in MWR Life, and I had one of those, like, wow, a brilliant idea uh, moments when I, and so that's why I'd been following you. And uh, how, how did you discover network marketing? Because I think it's a, an amazing business model, allows lousy everyday average person with even very little money to actually be in business for themselves. And so how did you discover it? Because not everybody discovers network marketing in their life. Right. Well, I actually um, give you a quick background on my, my professional career. I started off in business in Panama, in Central America. I had as you had mentioned, I had uh, gone to York University, the Schulich School of Business. I graduated at Schulich, and uh, you know Schulich grooms students to be to be uh, professional uh, employees. You know, so business analysts, financial analysts, accountants, CAs, all that kind of stuff. A couple of investment bankers come out of there. Um, in my case. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, and I didn't really fit the mold of uh, of any of those particulars. 
So I had uh, I had taken a job for about a year and a half in uh, in in a sales type position. Did pretty well over there. Uh, in fact, did very well. You know, was making six figures as a 22 year old, fresh out of college, university grad. But I knew I wanted something more. I knew I, you know, I had that entrepreneurial bug in me. And it wasn't just financial, it was just to create something greater than myself. So I uh, embarked on a journey to Panama because there was a real estate boom at the time over there. Still is, but the timing was pretty, um, pretty interesting back then because it was really early on in the boom after the United States had given back the canal to Panama and uh, removed their military bases in Panama. So headed down to Panama, really not knowing much about anything. Didn't have any background in real estate. Didn't speak any Spanish. Knew very little about the country. Had no friends or family in the country. Um, didn't really have a business plan. So I'd like to say that I, I like to say that it was an informed decision, but it wasn't. It was a, it was a gut feeling, and it was a, it was a, a quick a lay of the land landscape where I knew there was a boom. I also knew that Panama was a banking center, and Panama had the Panama Canal, of course, which generated wealth for the country by way of the revenue, you know, the ship revenue, as well as I I learned, I had not known, I learned that there was something called the Cologne Free Zone, which was the second largest trading free zone in the world. So I figured, okay, well, can't you know, what can go wrong, right? right. So it was a good experience. You know, the first six months were absolutely brutal because this was the first time I'd ever lived alone without a, a family or a significant other sharing space. I had no friends, like I said. Um, I had no real direction. So it was a pretty pretty scary time. You know, there was a culture shock aspect. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I knew all along I had something that was guiding me. You know, I didn't come to Panama to go back to Canada unsuccessful. That wasn't the idea. So, you know, if I put my head into something, I'm going to achieve it. You know, I'm going to get it done. I'm going to figure it out. So, you know, I persevered. I, again, I like to say, I, you know, I like to say I was brilliant, but I wasn't. It just, I persevered and I kept going at it. And we put some ads out for, for real estate and our offerings. And, you know, people started calling here and there. And, uh, and we just kind of got it figured out, you know, eventually started selling some real estate and that helped fund an office. And I opened up an office and then I was able to hire some employees. And within two years, um, the company, which is called C Panama Real Estate, grew to the largest independent brokerage in the country with over 40 agents. And uh, it was hugely successful. So that was my Panama story. And of course, along the way, I made a lot of great friends and uh, that's where I met my wife. And that's where I really cut my teeth in business. Because uh, in, you know, in, in business and entrepreneurship, unlike in a job, there are, you know, there are no rules. There are no parameters. You, you got to figure it out, you know, mm -hmm. uh, especially when you're on your own. So uh, after about five years in Panama, I realized that I wanted something more. 
I realized that, you know, Panama had a ceiling. It's a country of only 3 million people. Um, uh, you know, the uh, crash of 2008 affected Panama negatively as well. You know, nobody had any money to invest. And a couple of years later, I had decided to, uh, to move to the United States. And uh, there I'd set up, uh, I founded an electricity uh, management company, a reduction, electricity reduction systems, you know, hired a uh, couple of engineers and we had designed systems that I'd seen elsewhere, but said, gosh, I like this. Let's, let's do, let's do this ourselves, but do it better. And, uh, and that's where I got introduced to network marketing. I was actually introduced as a vendor. I was a vendor to a couple of big name companies out there selling my energy management modules through them. And, uh, that's so to answer your question tom that was my original introduction and that's where i really said wow this is a this is a pretty cool industry you know number one i didn't realize how huge it was you know how much business is being done through direct selling number two unlike my panama experience where i was totally alone and i you know you know i went there you know i had to have some money to do that you know i had to fly over, bring money, you know, support myself yeah. until I couldn't do it anymore. Network marketing is, is a is a business model when done right that has all that built in support the day you start. You know, it's got right. the direction, it's got the steps to follow, the building blocks and and all that kind of stuff. So that that fascinated me. And of course, as a uh, as a student of the industry that was introduced to it, you know, Took me a while to really grasp it. Took me a few months because I, you know, at first I just didn't get it. But mm-hmm. slowly but surely, you know, I started getting it. I started falling in love with it, with the mm-hmm. power of what it can do. You know, because it's really, truly really the only industry that I know of that where you could be a single mom working two jobs. You know, having pretty much no time off, other than maybe a day a week off of. And you can start part-time and start seeing some additional income. Start seeing an extra two, three, four, five hundred dollars a month without requiring, you know, thousands of dollars to start your own business. And without right. having to trade your time for money. Mm. Where you're actually building something. You see, when you're building a network marketing company, yes, you might get started and you might make a couple hundred dollars that month, which is great. But you're not just making a couple hundred dollars. You're building something for the future. You're building a foundation that's going to support you for years to come, hopefully. So, so that was my introduction, Tom. And um, and uh, in fact, to this day, I, I still work with some of these companies on that other business um, as a vendor. Although I don't, you know, I don't, I don't spend my time on that. That just we've got a. Uh, person in the office that that handles that relationship but mm-hmm. you know i it, it really um you know but that speaks to the longevity of the industry as well right and if i remember so, correctly your father was in it as well he was i actually uh, i actually grew up um you know in, in that in that i guess you could say the the glory days of network marketing Right, which was the uh, you know the early mid '80s to late '80s, and then the, into the '90s. I think those were kind of the 
the glory days where some companies really made some big names for themselves and network marketing finally became really legitimized, particularly in Canada and the United States, you know, before it spread all over the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, indeed, I remember uh, taking trips down from Toronto to uh, down to the U.S. with my parents, taking road trips, uh, listening to cassettes in the car on our trip down to uh, incredible conventions filled with thousands upon thousands of people. Um, I remember a particular trip to uh, Boston. My parents would take trips down to Pennsylvania. I remember a big convention. It took me down to in uh, Hershey, Pennsylvania, and it was a uh, you know as a as a ninety year old kid in the car. <laughs> it was it was, it, it was the whole the whole thing was very interesting to me. It was very different, right? Uh, very, very cool. And one thing I learned is the the you know the the personal development aspect. Now I remember my parents. That's what really attracted them to to the business. You know they grew up in. Uh, communist Russia, uh, that whole concept of personal development, making yourself better, didn't exist. It was wow. communism. didn't right. exist. So I think they were very intrigued. I think they were fascinated by that whole, you know, when they got into the trainings and how you can improve and the mindset trainings and, and really wow. believing in what is possible. You know, one thing I, I I learned through my own experience is that it's it's ninety percent what's in your head. It's ninety percent mindset. I could have easily quit Panama. I could have found any excuse on the planet. I could have lied about something and and and, and come back home. But and, and that was that would have been so much easier on the mental side of things. So much easier. You know, but I you know, but I persevered, and I think wow. that. That's, you know, when you speak to entrepreneurs, when I speak to entrepreneurs inside or outside of network marketing, that really is probably the biggest factor of somebody making it to somebody quitting because they never gave themselves the chance or the time to get to the other side where they can taste success. Because you see, once you taste success, you're, you know, you're on the other side of the fence. Right. You know you can do it. You know you know it's possible. Not all of us become Bill Gates or Richard Branson, right? There's always outliers in business. But there are many people that become successful in regular business, whether they're small business owners or the network marketing platform where they're earning, you know, decent incomes out there. I'm talking about sixty, seventy thousand dollar business incomes all the way through to a quarter of a million dollars, you know. Nobody talks about those people. All, all we hear about is the people making a million dollars a year, $3 million a year. And and that's great. And that's possible, of course, because they got there. But there's probably tens upon tens of thousands of regular people that are making six-figure incomes in network marketing. And, you know, imagine they never gave themselves a chance. Imagine they quit before they saw that first taste of success. So, So really, mindset's a big thing. But, yeah, my parents... It was fascinating to me, and I think that feeling was always ingrained. So when I was reintroduced to the industry as an adult, it was uh, it was almost like a like a homecoming. <laughs> it was kind of weird, <laughs> kind of like a full circle. But uh, but yeah, that's a that that's a long answer to a short question. Right, so but fascinating. 
we could go into the, just the idea of someone from communism, as you said, and then learning about personal development and being in your own business must have been like a wide, I must have been an awakening for them about, wow, this is so cool. And so now let's get to the other thing that when I, this is why I followed you from a year ago, because when I saw what you sell, I was like, wow, because you sell services, whereas 95% of all the other network marketing companies sell products that you got to have a cupboard full of or a closet full of or a room full of and that you may not use and that is some something that you eat, drink, wear, put on you, wipe on you, rub on you, whatever, and you sell services. So if someone, let's speak to that single mother, I, she needs to make extra money for her kids. Uh, she doesn't have to buy a hundred or two hundred dollars worth of stuff that she has to convince, persuade, or sell to people because you sell a few services that, well, one of them blew me away. And then when I read the second one, it was like, wow. So talk about these services because that sets you apart. It's not a lotion. It's not a potion. It's not a beverage. It's not a cream. Uh, it is a service that in North America, at least, a middle-aged or middle-income family need these services. You're not inventing a need or selling something, a brand-new potion or lotion that's going to help them. So talk about a few of your services because that's what sets you apart. Absolutely, Tom. Yeah, you know, you know, when looking into this, when we – first got started with MWR Life, you've got to realize that services as a percentage of the economy make nearly 80% of the gross domestic product. And so I'm talking about the United States right now, but I think Canada's pretty close as well. Canada is a service-driven economy. Um, in fact, I think most Western economies are service-driven economies because that's, you know, all the manufacturing has been, has been exported out. So think about that. 80% of the money that's out there in the United States is generated through services. Why would I want to play in the 20% of the, the world when there's, there's 80%? That's the first factor that led to that decision. Secondly, in services, you're able to be unique. Okay. Now, I have all the respect in the world for some of the very, very successful companies out there that are in the product-driven business model, whether they're skincare companies, whether they're nutritional, health and wellness, vitamin-type companies, um, or whatever it is. But again, as a, from a business entrepreneurial point of view, I don't want to play in a play, you know, there's, why would I want to participate in a playing field where there's 14 other skincare companies or 23 other, or in fact, I'm probably very off on that number, probably hundreds of other of other nutritional companies. Right. When we can play in a space that we can literally own if we do things right. So um, that was what excited me. And then, of course, back to that business model, I just, 
I just I just like services from a standpoint of you don't have to own any inventory. There's no heavy monthly you know auto ship type requirements. Which again, you know, there's people that do very very well in those kinds of companies. But I but I believe that you know for me from our philosophy point of view, we don't want to ship somebody two hundred dollars worth of some kind of a juice that. You know, if they don't sell, they're stuck with basically, right? right? right. They don't want to force inventory right. on somebody. Whereas right. in the services space, you can't do that. You know, you can only buy one service for you and your family, and then you've got to go out and acquire customers outside of your family. And once those customers are acquired, they simply enroll for the service. So, so let's talk about the service. So, so our core services. You know, essentially what we do is we bring peace of mind services to the masses, Tom. Peace of mind services and. You think about today's day and age with the cell phones, with, you know, waking up early, taking the kids to work, with taking the kids to extracurricular activities, or let's say, you know, the demographics of aging parents having to take care of parents, increasing traffic, all that noise, all that information noise out there that's, you know, come to place since the advent of the Internet. You, you you hardly see people in restaurants talking to each other, all staring at their cell phones, you know? Okay. It's a hectic, crazy, different ADD world out there. So we're going after the peace of mind of really helping people get better quality of life. So our core plan is what we call the Life Essentials Plan. And what that is is a collection of eight separate services these are eight essential services for the entire family that we've bundled into one plan. So let's go through these real quick. So the first of these is is what is twenty four seven telemedicine, and what that means. And I believe I believe up where you are, Tom, in Ontario, um, you guys have something similar offered through the government. Right. That's called Nurse Line. I've um, used it. Yeah. Have you? Okay. Yeah. 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 I was talking to a couple of buddies up there, so. Now, so so twenty four seven telemedicine. Think about that as as a nurse line, except in the United States, um, you know, med, you know, medical is private, right? It's, you right. Know, consider yourself lucky up there. Blessed, um, right? Absolutely blessed. So, uh, but we've got that ability here through Life Essentials for people to have twenty four seven access to to licensed physicians, licensed doctors for the entire family. So, if you got a family of five. If there's any question, somebody might be sick. You know, the, we're talking non-emergency medical conditions. Obviously, if there's an emergency, call 911 go to the emergency room. Right. Um, but we're talking about any type of situation where the doctors can review medical records, um, discuss systems, uh, symptoms, I'm sorry, diagnose potential issues, and then prescribe medications and even send prescriptions out to local pharmacies. Um, they even do this through uh, video. So uh, in most states, we've got a video conferencing option as well in case you, the doctor wants to see you face-to-face or if you want to show a rash on a child or something like that. So that's pretty big, especially in the United States where every single visit, I don't care if you've got insurance or not, it's costing you money. It's costing you time. It's costing you gas money. And with or without insurance, we've all got deductibles and co-pays. That are you going to be paying? Um, so, so, so that's twenty four twelve. You know, and that's a huge, huge piece of mind service to millions of families. 
throughout the United States. It's a big deal. The second bundled service is our tech support. We've got 24-7 tech support on any electronic item in the home. This isn't just on one computer or on one phone. This is on everything wow. in the house. Wow. And we're talking about a U.S.-based tech support team, not somewhere offshore. This is a U.S.-based team that will take the time to you know, spend on troubleshooting, any hardware repair, software maintenance, um, any virus. If there's a virus, they'll help eradicate the virus. It even includes a free virus software. You know, normally you're looking at two, three hundred dollars for this stuff. It includes one installation, just one, on one computer for free antivirus, spyware, and malware software. So that's the whole I hear every single day people tell me about how to use tech support and how right easy and seamless the experience was no yeah yanni can i uh, jump in here for a second my my mother-in-law she's 90 and she uses a computer good for her smart lady oh, yeah. she's even mm-hmm. she's even learned to text now but you know she uses a computer sends us those funny jokes that old people send but i get calls a lot and my wife Ah, something's wrong with my computer could you come over i need to do this we drive over. It's a simple thing. We drive home, and we're like, well, we're glad she's on the computer, but we wish she could fix some of these simple things. So there's a story of, you know, someone who could use it, or even, uh, like, if you're a son or daughter of your parents, you might even pay just for the uh, peace of mind of having your mom's computer taken care of. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's a great example, Tom. And, you know, there's just... There's just countless cases of things that happen, you know, and, and, and it's not just the service aspect. Again, it's a peace of mind. You know, you don't want to take a, a, a computer into a store and find out that, you know, it's going to cost you $200 to fix a problem you didn't know you had. Um, and, of right. course, I'm not saying all the stores do this, but they'll look for problems. You know, they're going to look for problems. So, um, so yeah, that's the tech support. Again, it just makes total sense. And I'm going to run through here. You know, we've got some other services here, Tom. That's just two out of eight. How about 24-7 emergency roadside, okay? 24-7, I don't care if you're in the U.S., if you're in Canada or Mexico. So we're talking, you know, up there you guys have uh, CAA, right? So this is just like CAA, but it's part of this program. So 24-7, towing, battery jump starts, locked doors, wind chain, emergency fuel, tire changes, all that kind of stuff. Wow. It's all included. Um, okay, Yoni, let's, uh, there are so many of those in that package alone. Let me see. We, identity theft protection. My father is a fanatic about that. He won't even open a link to an up. I sent him a link to a book I'm publishing in a month, and he said, well, I'll have to check with my tech guy to see if it's uh, safe because I don't want anything going over my computer. So legal access, financial coaching, tax hotline, worldwide air medical evacuation. Uh, But uh, then you also have vehicle repair assist. This program is amazing and gives you access on the phone. If for someone, if if you're like me, I don't know anything. So I would like to speak with someone and say, is this mechanic pulling my leg? Uh, uh, Your own mechanic on call. Uh, you have uh, repair assistance and advocacy, so they'll check with your mechanic, make sure it's required. Uh, 
Uh, you get 20% off all negotiated repair. You have the uh, roadside assistance with that one as well. Uh, and then there's another program you have, uh, electronics protection, uh, and that one protects every single device in your home and made me change a long-stated policy that I repeat whenever someone tries to sell me one that I would never buy extended warranty. But when you can cover all your devices in your house for the price that you would have paid for one device or even less, then you're silly if you don't. So between the car assist, think of it, uh, I thought of it this way as my uh, uh, very good friend just bought his daughter a car. So I'm thinking, wow, this would be perfect for her, peace of mind for him. She's taken care of on the road if she needs help. She's taken care of by phone if she wants to make sure she's not getting ripped off. And she saves 20% uh, on her repairs. Uh, the life essentials, we just went through a few. But people are already wanting to buy after you just told them like three, and there's like eight of them in there. And so these are services that... First of all, you don't have to collect money from people. So if you're selling a lotion, potion, beverage, or something, pill, uh, and like I used to sell to my cousin in um, Montreal, we'd have to figure out, okay, I'll mail you a check or, you know, interact money, whatever. With these services, the insurance company behind them is the one that collects the money and you do all that and nobody has to, well, uh, Patty, give me 20 bucks for that product and so services that people need, we just went through the electronics protection, the car assist with tons of things in there, the life essentials. Uh, you don't have to explain it to anyone. You don't have to sell it to anyone. You just have to give them the information they need. It's all over the Internet. And it's products people need or services they need. And so what a brilliant idea. You don't have to ship it. There's no shipping costs. You don't have to collect monthly from people or chase after them monthly. The insurance company does that. So the unique combination of the services you have and not needing for the distributor or reseller to stock anything, collect any money, uh, ship anything, like, wow, this man figured out, like, how to be truly unique in an industry where people are saying they're unique, but they're just another pill, potion, lotion, cream, right. um, or bar, or food, or something. Because services, I'm thinking of the single mom we keep talking about, you don't have to store services at home. You don't have to order five services a month and hope you resell them. You don't have, you could sell to uh, your brother, sister, family member, friend in another state. And you don't have to be like, okay, I'll ship it to you. Or you could sign up and they'll ship it to you and then you can pay me this way. None of that, right? Yeah, exactly. That's that's the idea, Tom. Keep it simple. Keep it, um, keep it so that nobody feels, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do with all this stuff? You know, you don't right. want that. And right. put services out there that truly add value to the end consumer, that the consumer is never going to want to cancel because they get so much value back, you know, whether right. it's life essentials, whether it's electronics protection. So what that means for resellers is, you know, as you grow your team, as you 
as you enroll customers and enroll others like you into an organization to enroll customers and receive overrides, you're talking about long-term, lifelong residual incomes because at the end of the day, that's what any, everybody's looking for. It's a business. And exactly. in any business, the whole idea is eventually you want your business working for you and not vice versa. And Correct. I believe that with services that make sense, that are too good to quit, and that just makes sense for people, you can build some serious, serious businesses out there. And, and that's, that's our model. Right. And because it's so unique uh, and the services are so valuable, people, resellers, don't have to start in with a friend or family member on joining the business. You could sell the products. The products make sense. People need them. The price is right. And by doing that and people becoming customers of such unique services, they're going to ask you, like, I could sell this. You're no any brilliant than me. You just sent me a link and I signed up and read about it. And yeah. so the services lead to the becoming an entrepreneur or joining the business discussion rather than starting right off with join my business, join my business, join my business. And it takes you like three meetings to find out what the actual product is. This one you could start in with the product. It makes brilliant sense. And it makes so much brilliant sense that people are naturally going to ask, well, I could sell this and I don't have to buy inventory every month. It won't cost me anything extra. And I'm going to use the services myself. Powerful, powerful. Now, we could talk forever. We've gone a little bit overboard, but we're going to go overboard a little bit more because being a president and CEO of a network marketing company means you work a lot of hours. Uh, you're on calls at uh, night, daytime, and you're a public person, which takes a ton of energy. And from what I've met you, you're although you don't shy away from that, it's not your preferred mode to be in front of and around lots of people all the time. And so it can, there are challenges. I'm sure you're tired and busy. Don't get as much time with your family as you'd like. So what are you, what drives you? What are you most personally excited about with MWR Life? Because it's that purpose. Number one of the 17 success principles of Napoleon Hill is definiteness of purpose and the rest of them well only the top four are in order and the top one is on purpose definiteness of purpose so what are you most excited about as far as your purpose with mwr life i think i know but i want to hear it from you well it's interesting you talk about definiteness of purpose because mwr stands for my why is real life wow so i'm gonna ask you that so it's it's interesting because our whole essence is about having people realize they find and gut check on what their why is. Because if you don't have a why, your purpose isn't defined, you're not going to make it in business. It's as simple as that. And the right. reason, unlike a job, where you show up and they tell you what to do and you do the very bare minimum not to get fired, you've got to have that why. Your why is your accountability. That's what picks you up in the morning, 
That's what gets you to do what you need to do, whether it's making lists, making phone calls, talking to people, sharing your excitement. That's your compass. That's your that's the leash that pulls you is your why. So I'm glad you mentioned that, you know, and I had a uh, I know that's what pulled me through my 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 time in Panama because I could have quit, but my why was stronger than my desire to quit. Mm-hmm. As long as your desire to succeed is that much stronger than it is to quit, you're going to be successful. You're going to pull yourself through. So, um, you know, and everybody's why is different. Everybody's got a different why when you when you delve deep. But for me, Tom, you know. I've truly fallen in love with this business and the people, you know, there's the relationship aspect and there's nothing greater than the joy you can get by seeing somebody's, you know, you know, when we, when we work with our people, Tom, when we do a training seminars, when we ask people to talk about their whys and, and, you know, and really open up, you know, get rid of the barriers it becomes a, it becomes a, a tear fest. You know, people start crying and because people are, you know, we're generally pretty guarded and especially those folks out there that are really struggling in life. And, Mm. you know, um, and I use the example of a single mom because it's a real example. There's somebody fresh in my mind that I just spoke to over the weekend. Um, She's a single mom. Deadbeat dad isn't around. Uh, She's a student. So she's a full-time student. She's got to support this beautiful little boy she's got, full-time mom, and it's just hard, and she doesn't really see a way out. But, you know, I asked her her why. I didn't ask her. I'm sorry, but she, you know, herself, and it's all about her son. You know, that's her driving force. For me, Tom, what it is, there's a couple of driving forces, okay? My entrepreneurial why is to build something very, very big, a legacy business that I can be very, very proud of and hang my head on. That's from a business point of view. Combining that with relationship marketing, with the ability to influence and support tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, if not millions of lives, touching so many lives for the better. This is the only industry that I've been in where your competitors are also your the people that make you money. So in other words, people that are doing what you do are the, you know, as long as they're in your downline, as long as you create them, they're they're making you money. So you don't see that a lot in business. In fact you right. rarely see that. Usually it's everybody's trying to chop everybody's head off. Right. I had no thought of it. Your competitor is actually making money for you. <laughs> wow. They're brilliant. making you they're making you money and and uh and, and and that to me is a driving force to see people succeed. And, and I'm not talking about, sure, I want to see people make a ton of money, but to see that single mom that we're talking about get to where she's got a three, four, five, six, seven hundred dollar month, and then you see the, you know, she she goes from that hurt person to now she's got hope, now she's got vibrancy, she's excited, she's got stories to share, and then she shares that with other people that are in tough life predicaments. And I tell you, that's the that's the best thing about this business from where I sit. That's the number one right. thing that gets me going because that never gets boring, okay? I'm a guy that gets bored easily. That never gets boring. You can never get bored right. helping people make their life better. 
and the gratitude that you get in return, the hugs and the kisses and the love that you get back from helping others never gets boring either. I assure you that. It's the most fulfilling thing I, I believe, you know, that you could possibly get, you know, one of the most fulfilling things. So that is a absolute huge driver. It's a responsibility I take very seriously as the founder and CEO of this company is to create a platform to create an ecosystem where people can thrive and to never get stale, always get better, always provide them with the tools so they can be successful. Commit. You know, I was just on a week-long road trip starting with uh, Tallahassee, Florida. Then we went up to Georgia, a couple cities in Georgia, including Atlanta. And then we flew over to North Carolina. That's a week on the road. And all we did was just, you know, shaking hands, hugging, bonding, and supporting people in any way that we can. And it's uh, it's a great feeling because you know what? I don't see the there is no fine line to me between business and 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 and, per, and personal life. This is, you know, my 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 work has become my family. Our our people, you know, if they let themselves open up, you know, we we bring them right in. They become our family. We become a huge family of like-minded people with a vision for success and want to do the right thing. You know, we've got some undermining uh, under under uh, under undermining values that we that we do and. Pr- the number one value in everything we do, in addition to wanting to be successful, is integrity. We've got to do everything with integrity, bottom line, whether it's our services that we offer and the way we price them, whether it's the way we handle our services, the way we treat our, our partners in the field. But, yeah, so that is probably my biggest driver, Tom, um, and, and they go on in hand. But I won't lie to you. I do want to build a large and hugely successful business that will impact millions of lives. Amen. And impact them financially. That's real world impact. But also you spoke about how in the industry, like with your parents, you get your life, your thoughts get improved. You get around more positive people. You get around people who are supporting you and giving you vision and hope and supporting your purpose and your why. And so you help them financially, but you can help them mentally with their thinking. That's the social part of it. Like this is the best part of being a Napoleon Hill Foundation certified instructor is that you have friends around the world all following the same success principles, all with their unique and separate purposes and whys, all with integrity, all working to make the world a better place. When we travel, we have fun, have more fun with the people than the things we see when the foundation, the Colonial Foundation travels with their instructors and when I teach the new students. Uh, that close bond with positive people on a purpose with a why is infectious. So you can help them financially, you can help them with their 60,000 thoughts a day directed to a more positive side, and you can help them socially with a group of people that they would even want a vacation with, not just do business with, because they've become friends and family members, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) You got me excited. These services make your business totally unique. And there's so many others out there that, oh, we are unique. We have a unique potion. We have a unique drink. We have a unique pill. We have a unique this product. Services are the key and being able to bundle them so that there's numerous services in each package 
for the average North American home that everybody needs, that sets you apart. But when you can help the people that need the help with the money, with their thinking, and with their friends, wow, this is a triple effect uh, change you can have on people. Absolutely. All right, Yanni, we could go on for like a day and a half. You got me excited now. I had to go sell something to somebody or something. Like, wow, you got a motivated guy. You got a motivational speaker, motivated. Way to go. Right. Good job. <laughs> well, Tom, well, thanks for your time today. I appreciate it so much. Thank you, and thank you for asking me to do this. I appreciate it as well very, very much. And uh, look forward to, uh, to being right back on here. Amen. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Journey to Success Radio. If you or anyone you know would like to be interviewed for the show, email Tom at tomtutall.com for details.